The Apartment Rebellion will not be televised. Resident experience will be more than a buzzword. Staff experience will finally matter. It's happening right now. It's in the hands of the doers, the innovators, the boundary pushers, who are moving the industry forward, just like the people on this show. This is the Apartment Rebels podcast, hosted by Flamingo CEO Jude Chi. Welcome, friends of the rebellion, and may the force be with you. So welcome. Excited to have our latest uh, Flamingo Apartment Rebels podcast. And today's episode, we have John Ziegler, uh, the CEO of RentPath. You guys have an awesome booth. (laughs) I love it. It definitely stands out. And that is what we are all about. Yeah. Um, So the reason why I wanted to have you, like we were talking about earlier, is you are relatively new to the industry, but you have a tremendous amount of experience from other companies, from like Park Mobile to other places. So I would really love to dig in on one, actually, how, what, what got you into uh, the industry at this point in time? Yeah. So welcome. So, well, thanks for having me. This yeah, is terrific, true. dude. I appreciate you having me on. So, um, you know, what got me into, into this industry and into RentPath? Uh, you know, I've been in, in software and software-related services for 20 years in all different industries. Uh, I mean, I've been in, uh, I was in online consumer marketing. Is it a... Uh, 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 credit card processing business that had consumer vent to it, payroll and HR, human capital management. And most recently, as you mentioned, I was at a company called Park Mobile. Um, what was really interesting for me with RentPath uh, is that it's very, very similar. The parking, this will be property management, which is very similar, frankly, to the parking industry. Hmm. In terms of you have parking management companies that are managing properties that they, garage they don't own, just like a property management companies. Some you have owners and not. A lot of the same dynamics and the challenge is always, how do we get more people into locations that we're managing? Yeah. Whether it be a parking lot or whether it be, whether it be, you know, an apartment building or a multifamily unit. Um, and, and I've been historically always in a consumer business to business, a B2B to C business, which this has. Yeah. Um, so when, when I got the call from RentPath, we'd had a great run at Park Mobile. Um, you know, uh, it was just a really neat opportunity to, to try something new in a B2B to see how do we connect consumers to businesses and make that, make that journey and that experience really seamless. Yeah. Um, and take might give it just like a bit of background on exactly what Park Mobile uh, did for like parking managers. Sure. Sure. So for, for those that don't know Park Mobile, where Park Mobile provides as a mobility company, we have an app that enables you to find, reserve if possible and pay for parking on street and off. And about one in eight drivers in the United States now uses Park Mobile. Yeah. Um, we have about 26, 7 million uh, drivers that use wow. our app daily um, to pay for parking. Um, for parking managers, whether they're operating beyond street business uh, parking of a city or operating, uh, managing parking garages, uh, parking for stadiums, a lot of their challenges are often about, hey, how do I, how do I maximize my pricing? make sure that I'm, I'm getting the best yield out of it. How do I make sure that I'm, how do I keep the spaces filled, but also have enough inventory open so I'm not dissuading people from coming? Yeah. And how do I track people to that? And then how do I make it really easy for those people to come and to pay to get in and get out? Uh, and so- For most people, the most difficult on a lot is logistical part. Absolutely. Um, and so what Park Mobile does is we had, you know, we've got 26 million users 
and we enable people to see where the garages are, navigate them there. We allow them to open the gate without having to pull a ticket um, and to drive them to places so that they are actually going to park off street and, and get a reservation for, for a concert or what happened, going to dinner or what it may be. And we enable parking operators to limit the number of people and, you know, and, and technologies they're bringing to bear in those lots so they can increase their, their net operating income for the, oh, wow. those units, right? Because I can automate a lot of those things. I can take out the human aspect. <laughs> and frankly, much like apartments, people don't want to talk to somebody or pay somebody for parking. They don't yeah. want to have to, to, they just want to get in, they want to get out, they yeah. want it to be seamless, yeah. right? Uh, and in a lot of ways, when I want to look for an apartment, I want to be able to set up a tour without having to get on the phone. I want to be able to do all these things. Um, there's a lot of, 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 of similarity between, yeah. between the journey, albeit it's a very different journey. Yeah. So let's touch on RentPath a little bit. So yeah. well, I, I assume like most people already know what RentPath is, but can you give a high level overview for what you guys do? Sure. How you help the industry? Uh, uh, what, what you really know about RentPath? Sure. So, you know, most people know RentPath for, for our legacy, which was, it was the original apartment guide mm-hmm. uh, that was printed and put in newsstands everywhere. Uh, it's also the business that created kind of the ILS, the, the internet listing service for apartments. Yeah. Um, so we operate three primary websites, rent.com, apartmentguide.com and rentals.com. Um, uh, rentals.com is our single family, primarily in small unit. And then rent.com and apartment guy are, are, are We're multifamily. Focused on multifamily. Um, uh, so why, so, I'll tell you number, but why have two different domains if they are serving the same function? Well, cause you're going to attract different types of folks to different on the sites and the experience will be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And so we want to make sure that you're meeting the customer where they are. Um, but to rent path, what we're really known for is that what the business really is. And the reason I was so excited mm-hmm. was that we have this great, these great marketplaces that bring in millions and millions of people a month yeah. you know, looking for art. Um, but what we really are is, is, is a, is a, is a marketing and enablement platform for property management companies and owners. Um, because not only do we have web properties that, that have millions of users a month that are coming and looking, but we also have services wrapped around that for the property management companies. So we manage your social ads, your email, your email campaigns, reputation management, all the different touch points so in the exterior world. And how do we bring all that together, bring the most leads in and then nurture them through. Um, and as we look at where the business is going, it's really about building out that platform to get, to allow people to find the prospects, qualify the prospects, screen them and get them through all the way to the roof. Yeah. Um, then I assume with the uh, reputation element, that's like getting yeah. the prospects excited about the property by being able to see why they should actually live there. Absolutely. And the reputation yeah. side is huge. I mean, you, as, as you know, um, you know, uh, reviews are one of the most important, uh, uh, determiners of whether people are going to want to go do a tour, how do they view it? Uh, and, and a lot of times it's not that your property isn't great. You just only have three reviews and, and, uh, and so that's what people, you know, want. So, so when you got, uh, one of the things to mention is for the qualification part of that flow, what goes into that? What tools are available for to help, uh, properties immediately qualified, disqualified, um, prospects. Yeah. So a lot of it, you know, for us, and this is a lot of where we are going. I mean, I'm a software guy. I've been in the job now, I think <laughs> 10 weeks, yeah, 10 weeks, maybe. Yeah. 
Um, That's so, really why I wanted to have you on this because you come with a completely outside of perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we, you know, and I've done this, we've done this at two prior companies. How do you take a business that has an amazing core asset that it was built on? Yeah. And then take that core capability and build around it to create a lot broader suite of services that drives a lot more value to your end customers ultimately. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're doing here. But for qualifications, two things. One is, you know, how, you know, how intentful are they to actually want to rent? Are they the right prospect, right? Is this going to be the right property for them? And then finally, are they going to be able to afford it? Are they going to map? Are they, get, are they the right, are they the right renter for you? Yeah. Um, I think there's really those three aspects of it. And, you know, and you, and you saw for each one of them in, in a somewhat different way, um, based upon, you know, what kind of properties were they looking at prior? What are the ones that they dwelled on? You know, so I'd say, oh, I like, they like these type of properties or these mm-hmm. properties. You know, what are the things that they're searching for in terms yeah. of amenities or near, nearby, you know, nearby opportunities? So um, this is like the technical person in me, but how are you able to track that? Because in marketing, one of the biggest things is being able to track your customers. I know yeah. the prior like touch points. So on the rental side, like how are you all able to track to know, hey, this person was looking at these units before they looked at this unit. So therefore they are qualified or not qualified. Yeah. And so, and, and at some point I'm A, going to be way over my ski chips on the technical base. Uh, and B, I can't give away the secret sauce, right? Um, but obviously you can, you know, you can be tracking click behavior and, and dwell time and things like that, uh, within the site and then be using that to, to, to both learn and then also bring other opportunities. One of the things that is, you know, that is great folks may or may not know is, you know, we now have a new owner, uh, Redfin. The, the number one online brokerage yeah. site uh, in, in the U.S. Uh, and they have a lot of experience around sort of that recommendation engine mm-hmm. and looking at click data. And so while we are, you know, we're really focused just on the rental space, we now have a shareholder that has some expertise. They can actually bring more to us to be able to really start yeah. to fine tune that. And I think that's an area that this industry has not really gotten into yet. You know, this industry, we're still talking about just a lot about data, yeah. you know, not quite sure what to do with it, but we know we need to have it. Yeah. And so these are some things actually you can use to improve performance. And I think that's the important thing. I'm like glad you brought that up. So looking at a rent path, like what are some of the ways that you all are able to help properties or property management companies make that make more sense of their data or uh, find more insights that help them either shorten the leasing cycle or mm-hmm. increase the conversions. Yeah. And so a lot of right now, I mean, I wouldn't say that we are frankly doing a lot of that. What we enable folks to do at this point for data is really understand, you know, the performance that we're driving, right? And and what are the types of folks and, and have, that, that that we're able to bring. Yeah. Um uh, I think as you look in the future, it is going to be really interesting to see what we can do with data. So for example, um, you know, just just Turnover itself is very costly. I mean, thousands of dollars to, to turn over an apartment. Even if it stays occupied, yeah. I still have that month in between. I've got the expense of actually, you know, That's getting it cleaned and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, what, you know, as we move through and start to really look at the information, what are the types of renters that actually stay longer, right? Well, you're giving me all these leads and giving me all these leases. But your leases, they're only staying an average of nine months and you're, they're staying 16 months. So oh, right. well, one is not equivalent to the other, yeah. right? 
And I think those are some of the things that we go into. That is really cool. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of money in that. Yeah. Uh, and so suddenly I paid, you know, I paid $800 for one lease and I paid $900 for the other, but that $900 saved me 4000 yeah. also, right? So I'm happy to pay that 900 Yeah. And I think those are the kind of things that we'll be able to do um, and that the industry will go towards. Um, I think that's so fascinating. So I've had a recent podcast with someone, uh, their company focuses on helping companies or helping apartments like lease up. And one thing they do really uniquely is they bring in B2B sales tactics or B2B mm-hmm. sales tactics, which you don't really see in the B2C space. And one element of B2B sales is you look at not just it does to this sale convert, but what is like the long term. Mm-hmm. So if I am a salesperson and I bring in a client uh, for my enterprise software, how long do they right. stick around as a customer? Absolutely. Do they come in and then mm-hmm. after a year, they're like, this software sucks, so I'm going to resign. So I love that element where you now take that to apartments where they can look at the value of a resident that stays for a year versus two years very differently at the very forefront. We got typically to look at it just on the experience element. Like, yeah. did our maintenance team do a good job? Did XYZ do a good job to drive retention? But it could be done at the very beginning. Yeah, I think, I think so. And I think we're a long way off from that. Um, I mean, this, like many, many industries, right? Uh, and it's not that, that the, the multifamily or, or property management industry is slow to move. Yeah. It's, you have to remember how many moving parts there are. Yeah. You have to remember how much turnover there is on the properties. You got to retrain people every time. Yeah. So it is hard to, it is hard to change because it's not just getting a hundred people in an office to change what they do. Yeah. It's very complex. And so, um, but I think we will get there. Uh, and I think right now it's about, all right, what is the data we can really readily access? And what are the things that are, you know, they may not be that grand vision, but we can use right now to make some meaningful improvement on how we operate. And, and right now I think we're at the, how do I just understand my business? But what the value of data really is going to be is how do I make decisions that change what I'm doing within my business in, you know, in, in, in small step function ways. Right. Um, so if you wait for the grand dream, you're never going to get there. You got to move, you know, you got to move, you got to move in baby steps. Yeah. So for you, what are, what is like your grand vision for RentPad for the next two, three, four, five years? Sure. I mean, so we believe, uh, and there's, there are a lot of technology players in, in the space. Uh, what there are not is a lot of technology players that also have, you know, a vast called ILS be able to bring in millions of folks at the same time. And so what I would see for RentPad in the future is really being that provider that can both bring in the leads who manage all of the external touch points for, for property management companies, be it their, you know, be it their websites, be it their social, their social presence, um, be it the ILF, yeah, right. Email, all those things, uh, and be a platform that they can actually operate to bring in, manage and sign, sign leases all the way through. And then over time, manage that experience as well, because by the time they get to the lease, I know. We know exactly who the person is. We know where they're coming from. We've already pre-screened them, got their payment information as well. So how do we then expand that, that, that view? I think that for, for us, there's going to be a lot segments of the industry that 
only a few things that we do are going to be relevant for them because they're going best of breed or whatever it may be. Um, but there's a huge area in this market, um, uh, in more than the middle, the, the middle size GMCs where they would, you know, a single, a single provider to do all of those things. Uh, there's probably a great desire to do it and to make it in a simple way so they can deploy it to their people. Yeah. And that's something I've always thought about because you have in the industry, you have like the big players and you have like the small and middle and technology tends to be the um, level playing field where it's able to get those smaller or mid-sized players to the same level very quickly with some of those bigger players uh, by having systems that just automate a lot of curves. I think, I, I think so. I mean, everyone's going to have their own thing. And what, what we need to make sure that we do is that we are configurable enough to, to give folks what they, you know, what they need. Um, and our goal really is if you can make the renter experience, the prospect experience great, then they're going to want to go, you know, to you. I can create, we can bring more through the pipe. And, and then it's really to drive efficiencies for the property management companies so they can increase their NOI. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's really the goal. And if we can do that, then the rest of it will take care of itself. Yeah. So then you've been uh, in the job for just about like six weeks at the moment. Yep. So what is your impression so far of the multifamily industry? Like what have been some of the happy surprises? What have been some of the, oh my God, I can't believe that's there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, and being totally honest, I've been in some other industries. It's a very nice industry. Like people yeah. are actually genuinely nice. Which really? I really? That's awesome. I yeah. really appreciate it. I mean, you've got good competition, which is great. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've not found people I didn't like or that I was a little bit bristled by. Uh, and that was a bit of very nice, uh, a very nice thing to see. Um, it is, I'll tell you what, the other thing I've seen, it is a lot more, I mean, it's a very, it, although technology adoption is, you know, people say it's not adopted enough. It's a pretty sophisticated industry. There's a lot going on. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts for a property manager. To main, to, to, to sort of keep track of. Yeah. I mean, there's 50 different parts just from the marketing side, let yep. alone managing side. Right. Yep. And, uh, and so that's what I think is the other thing that's been surprising is just how much is going on here. Uh, and for us, I think that's super exciting because the more that we can make that simple, uh, I think the more opportunity there is for yeah. us and for, for our clients. And I think that's a really good point because. The general say in the industry is that everything is like slow to change. Like people are slow to adopt, but. Part of it is because it is very, very complex. Yeah. Um, just the process from when someone signs the lease to the moving process, there are content moving pieces that yeah. need to happen before that person can actually pick up a key. So it is a lot for yeah. property managers to. Cool. And you got to remember these guys, uh, like I said, there's a lot of people dispersed a lot of places. I remember, and this is, I mean, more than a decade ago, that the CEO of Nordstrom, <laughs> was talking about, you know, people ask why we don't just put out new, you know, new um, uh, uh, cash registers, you know, at the stores. You just buy them. He, he said, what you don't understand is it cost me $25 million to do that because I have to retrain everybody. He's like, it's not about buying the hardware. It's about the cost of actually getting it understood and working. It's yeah. like, that's $25 million extra. Yeah. And so I, I always remembered that. People say, well, they move slow. Well, there's a, it's a lot of people to need to understand it. There's a lot of turnover. Yeah. And so that's why our job has to be to make it easier and easier because it makes it easier to deploy. Yeah. Right. 
Um, and that's so, a yeah. key part of like any technology, but especially in this industry, yeah. where similar to retail or other places, there is a high amount of turnover. Absolutely. One day you were talking to this person and I said, hey, I'm you. <laughs> yeah. Can you restrain me? Hey. So the simpler and the better the implementation processes are, the easier the technology is, the better adoption is going to happen. Uh, look, it's something that is not adopted is not a valuable solution. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, and so there's a lot of things with a lot of bells and whistles. And if you never ring the bell or blow the whistle, what's the point of having yeah. it? So, um, we're, we're very focused in that, in that area. So, so and then thinking about, um, you're still used to the industry, but you've had a chance to really understand and get your feet like wet. So what are things you've seen so far where you're like, Hey, I would love for the industry to adopt this best practice from another industry. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I think, well, frankly, I, I find this problem in every industry, right? Uh, and this one is, is no different. And, and you know, I, I think that, and, and we typically at Park Mobile, you know, we were very open. We, our motto is we make it easy to work with us. So we integrated to everything. You already had a certain type of hardware, a certain other provider. We literally, part of the core value of our platform is we integrated to everything in the ecosystem. And I think this industry is still, and we were unique that way, mm-hmm. but it also allowed us to get 85% of the market. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, I think this industry, there's a lot of people that are trying to maintain like the, be the gatekeeper, yeah. be the gatekeeper. Yep. And I don't think that that is ultimately in the best interest of the client. Yep. And therefore, as much as it seems like it's in the best interest of the, of the, of the provider, I yep. don't think it's long-term the best into that. Yeah. So, I had this very similar conversation earlier just about like why so many companies in this industry de- uh, do make the strategy like a false ecosystem. Yep. Like I get from a, from a business perspective, it seems to make sense. Like, hey, if we close things off, they are going to rely on us for everything. But if you look externally, an example I always use is like Salesforce. So Salesforce is one of the biggest CRMs in the world. Yep. One thing they've done is uh, their Salesforce marketplace where they just integrate with everyone and everything and make it really simple to drive those integrations. They integrate with their competitors, like HubSpot is one of their biggest competitors and they still integrate with HubSpot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, keeping clients because they can't leave you is not, not a, a good sh- way to keep clients, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the strategy. I mean, what you want to do is you want to earn them, earn their business every day and you want them to expand their business with you, not because they have to and they can't go to somewhere else, but because you have a better product, right? And that's the way to, I think that's the way to compete. Well, they're absolutely agree. So if you could, based on everything you've seen so far, if you could like wave a magic wand to instantly fix one thing in the industry, what would that be? Or, that's it. It can also one. be more than one. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't even know where to go, go, go with that. Um, I mean, I truly don't know what I would choose. Jim yeah, Magic Wand in the industry. I, I think it's. I'll follow up with you in a year once you've had a chance to see sure. it a lot more, man. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, well, come back to me in a year. This, this, is, this is how I'll get back on your show. Yeah, right? perfect. Perfect. So, Okay. Um, well, awesome. So I'm so excited that you were able to join. Uh, so thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Perfect.